This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Welcome back. It is time for another edition of Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders, the eight and nine Las Vegas Raiders. That's where they end up the 2023 season. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday edition of the show. Scott Branson, along with my partner, Mo Moten. He is the senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report. You can also catch his Raiders column once a week up on sportsnot.com. You can also catch my written work on sportsnot as well, where I cover the NFL and other stuff as it comes up, including the Raiders. So we appreciate you guys being with us. Of course, the Raiders 27-14 winners against the Denver Broncos. They make it eight in a row over their division rivals and uh, go out on a high note, which is good. And Mo, remember in the preseason, we predicted seven wins, eight wins, like a ceiling and they come in with eight wins despite all the turmoil, despite firing their coach and GM midway through the year. The Raiders do pretty get dang good towards the end of the season. The offense is still broken. Let's not get dissuaded from addressing that because, yes, the offense did really well for once against the Broncos, but it still needs to be fixed. But you have to like the way this team rallied around another one another. It reminded me of 2021, obviously for different reasons under Rich Basaccia, but it was the same sort of feel where the big change comes, they get somebody in there who's much more of a player's coach, and they rally behind him and go out and play better football overall. They finish under Antonio Pierce with a record of 5-4. and four. That, of course, brings up, Mo, that it's all about the coaching search right now. Of course, everybody that wants to see Antonio Pierce, there's lots of them, as the permanent head coach, feel like he's deserved it for what he's done over nine games. They would like him coach today. Of course, we know, and I wrote a story up on SportsNot about the Rooney rule, you can't just hire him. Even though he's African-American, you can't just hire him. You have to go through the entire process, and that includes minority candidates outside the organization, not just inside the organization. 
So we'll let that process play out. But I want to start with this because it is an emotional hot button. If you heard our postgame show with Murph, he got into it a lot. And they were, of course, Raiders fan radio. They were fans. But, Mo, when we look at the situation here, uh, Antonio Pierce, I think, ended strongly. The Colts' loss was a rough one, but he comes back home in front of the home crowd. They're chanting his name. And for some fans, it doesn't seem like there's any other option. What What do you feel about this? And tell me a little bit about your assessment of where we are with Antonio Pierce. I'll start off by saying I think he's earned strong consideration for the job. If, if it were me, you're asking for my head coaching list. I put this out on the X, I believe, last week. Jim Harbaugh would be my number one option. If Jim Harbaugh says and chooses another job or goes back to Michigan, today Antonio Pierce would be my second option, pending who he would hire as his offensive coordinator. I think people are glossing over this. His choice as an offensive coordinator is crucial because that offensive coordinator play caller is going to be responsible for the development of what I think is going to be a rookie quarterback that the Raiders will draft this offseason. So depending on who he wants to bring as his OC is going to is going to tilt my decision one way or another. Yeah. Now I mentioned that he brought in Adam Gase as a mentor. I guess you could say hard agree, but hard agree worked under Adam Gase, so it makes sense that he would bring in Adam Gase. But if he's thinking about running it back with Bo Hardigree and or bringing in Adam Gase as his permanent OC, I would be a bit worried about that combination. Simply because Adam Gase, after he parted ways with Peyton Manning, they were together in Denver. After that, he made stops in Miami, Chicago, and with the Jets. And none of Adam Gase's offenses were ranked 17th or higher in scoring or total yards per game. So if he mentions Adam Gase or Bohar degree, I'm, I'm, I may say I have to look somewhere else. Now, that may not be his choice. He may have just brought in Adam Gase to tutor mentor mm-hmm. Bohar degree. Mm-hmm. So he may have his own option as an OC, whoever that may be. But that decision is going to be crucial. If not Antonio Pierce, if I don't like Antonio Pierce's offensive coordinator suggestion, then I open the net to guys like Frank Smith, Dave Canales, who's in Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, any any offensive minded um, potential head coach simply because, again, it's going to be important for the Raiders to develop their quarterback. So Harbaugh, Antonio Pierce, Dave Canals, Frank Smith, uh, another offensive mind that's available. And also a dark horse candidate would be Dan Quinn, because I know Dan Quinn can build a coaching staff. I want to reiterate this. Dan Quinn had. Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, Raheem Morris, he had all those guys on the same staff. He has a track record and history of building quality coach staffs, and that's what the Raiders need going into this. So that would be my list. And and, and very well said. And I think, too, again, and, and you probably saw, and I was texting you because I engaged with a lot of people about this question. I did a video on game day about Jim Harbaugh and why I felt he would be the best choice. Now, we don't know if Jim Harbaugh wants to coach the Raiders, we don't know if the Raiders would hire Jim Harbaugh. We don't know if Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan. Now, I did a couple of interviews last week where beat writers in Ann Arbor told me they believe he's gone. They believe no matter what happens, uh, no matter what happened with the game on Monday, they w- that he was going to leave. So we'll see if that happens based on what happened yesterday in the game. But I will tell you that it's interesting because, look, I have no problem with people saying, hey, look, I, I want Antonio Pierce's coach. I don't want anybody else. Here's the reasons why. To your point, I think that there's some nuances here because when you hire a head coach, and you touched on it, when you hire a head coach, you're not just hiring him, okay? 
You're hiring him to not only be the CEO of football. It doesn't matter. Yes, he can motivate guys. Yes, they love him. They want to play for him. That's awesome. And 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 that's all true about Antonio Pierce. You can't argue with that because the players are speaking for themselves. But it comes down to also filling up a staff. And you say, well, he was a Super Bowl champion. He played for the Giants. How He'd be able to get a staff together quickly. Not so. It comes with coaching and experience. And I think that you have guys that are able to do it. I had somebody tell me, that Jim Harbaugh couldn't do it. I was like, wait a minute. Do you understand that Jim Harbaugh's former defensive coordinator is now the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, the best team in the NFL right now? Mike McDonald, right? Coached with him at Michigan. So, so the point is there's a lot of nuances here, and I got no problem with people wanting Antonio Pierce to be the coach, but that's based on what is the candidate pool. Some, some folks, including some folks in the media, and I know the players too, they, they spent time together in the locker room. He saved them from Josh McDaniels, for Christ's sake. So I get it. But you don't know who the candidate pool is. And if you say, I don't care what the candidate pool is, he's one of us, hire him. That's myopic. You have to be able to see what's out there. Look, I think Antonio Pierce, I've said it numerous times. People want to tell me I hate the guy. What? I've given him nothing but credit. But you look at the, the way he ended, five and four, three and one in the AFC West. Those wins against the Giants, Tommy DeVito at quarterback, the Jets, Zach Wilson at quarterback, the Chargers, Easton Stick at quarterback, the Chiefs with Mahomes at quarterback, great win, and the Broncos with Jarrett Stidham. Lost to Mahomes, Tua, Dobbs, Mullins, and Minshew. And the only reason I bring that up is not to belittle the wins. It's to talk about how in every situation, Mo, and I want your comment on this, there's pros and cons to every candidate. Doesn't matter who they are. Jim Harbaugh has his cons too. Most of the cons that people talk about with Jim Harbaugh aren't based in reality, but he has them, as does Antonio Pierce. So when you look at this situation, I understand fans. They're very excited. They're, they feel like, as Murph said on the postgame, Mo, like the fans have come together around Antonio Pierce. And I get that. But in, in situations, just like with Rich Passaccia, there's very similar but different situations you're in a trauma things are going poorly someone comes in it's a breath of fresh air he's a he's a he's a stand-up guy a good leader unlike josh mcdaniels and of course the gruden thing was a weird deal of course you're going to feel that way how could you not feel that way now if they'd gone oh and nine different story i get it but the reality was this team was never as bad as josh mcdaniels had them playing selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Yeah, and... I'll say this again. A lot of people have their ears winning three or four games. Right. And and even under Josh McDaniels, they had already won three by half by the halfway point of the season. Right. And I said this this roster is too talented to just finish the season at three and fourteen or four and thirteen. Right. Remember, we we had respectable reporters and writers who I respect say, Where are the wins for the Raiders? I don't see more than two to three, three to four. And covering the team, I said, look, you got Devontae Adams, you brought in Jacoby Myers, you got Josh Jacobs. Uh, I would I was assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo would look a lot better than he did. He didn't. So um, they moved on with Aiden O'Connell when Antonio Pierce took over. But still, the Raiders had too much offensive firepower. And then Patrick Graham brings together the defense the way it, it had been playing. Antonio Pierce adds on the swag. Now, we didn't anticipate Antonio Pierce taking over for Josh McDaniels, but it happened. Mm-hmm. So my, my point to bring up all of this is that he took a team that was three and five. And Tony Pierce took a team that was three and five, seemingly going nowhere, gave it some juice, gave it some swagger. You have to give him some credit for that. And that's why I think he's earned, in my opinion, the number two spot behind Jim Harbaugh, so because Jim Harbaugh has done it on both levels. There are very few resumes out there right now that compare to Jim Harbaugh. So this is not a knock against Antonio Pierce, but Jim Harbaugh has one of the best coaching resumes resumes out there college to pro now i would like i said i would say antonio pierce being the leader of men that he's shown to be he has the buy-in of the players we saw development under antonio pierce on the defensive side of the ball we saw trey tucker get more involved we saw michael mayer get more involved we started to see more creative play calling even with bo hardegree i think antonio pierce has the ear of bo hardegree when it comes to the vision of the offense we talked about that during the offseason i mean during the season that even though Antonio Pierce isn't calling plays, he could definitely pull Bo Hardigree aside and make some suggestions. I think his suggestions were in there because the, at times the Raiders were aggressive, and I think that's part of what Antonio Pierce brings to a football team if he is the head coach. So the style of coaching, the player development, the player buy-in, 5-4, and four, I think that game was important for him to win on Sunday, yeah. ending 5-4. and four, I think all of that plays in Antonio Pierce's favor, and that's why – and I said this on the X. I said, while Jim Harbaugh is my number one option, I think Antonio Pierce is the most realistic option and a very good one. It's not, I wouldn't say it's settling. It's still, to me, a good option. Again, pending who he wants as his offensive coordinator because it's an important, it's going to be an important job for the Raiders going forward. Right. And and I don't disagree. I think he's a finalist. I, I, I've said that all along, especially uh, yesterday, or excuse me, on Sunday when 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 they won. But I will say this too. It's much different coming in in relief as it is starting and running the entire program. We don't know. Now, I'm not saying can't look at John Harbaugh in, in, in Baltimore. John Harbaugh didn't have any head coaching experience or defensive coordinator position experience either. But that's one outlier. It usually doesn't happen. And I've said it over and over again. And there's always there's always exceptions. I get that. But if you look at situations similar to this, every other time that the coach has been retained as the permanent head coach, it's never worked out. The only example of it working out was Jason Garrett. Okay. 
So you look at that and, and I go back to your point that you have to look at the available candidate pool. I, I'm obviously on the record thinking, saying that if, if Jim Harbaugh wants to come to the Raiders and they can come to an agreement, that that would be the first choice on my end too. That is not a, an indictment of Antonio Pierce, okay? But the, the, the dishonesty in the equation, if you just say, hey, I want him, I don't care about anything else, whatever, fine. But the dishonesty of reasons why people don't want Jim Harbaugh, there's plenty of reasons why you don't want him. Cost, this, that. But so much of it is conjecture based on stuff that doesn't matter. I had people tell me that Jim Harbaugh hasn't done anything because he hasn't won a championship. That's ignoring everything. So, so if you judge that, then Antonio Pierce is disqualified as well. He has not won a championship either. So you can't, you can't throw that stuff around. It's got to be equitable as far as... If you're going to compare people to one another, you just compare the resumes. That's it. That's what you have to do. Now, Mark Davis makes this decision, Mo. And before we go to the break here, he's going to have to do it. This is going to be a topic of discussion until he makes a choice. He's got to go through the Rooney rule process. Okay. But um, my my guess is, even if, if, if Jim Harbaugh is interested, I think Mark Davis is a feel-good guy. I think he'll hire Antonio Pierce. I, I I do. I don't think it's the right approach, but we'll have to see how it goes out. When you look at this process, um, how do you think how do you think it goes down? If you're asking me today, I think Antonio Pierce gets the job so because mm-hmm. as I said, I think he's the most realistic option right now. He seems pretty confident because he said after the game, see you, see you next season, basically. Devontae has kind of said the same thing. So maybe it's maybe it's speaking, hoping, hoping to speak something into existence, as they say. Sure. But one thing I will one thing I will note, though, with this whole Jim Harbaugh versus Antonio Pierce dis- discussion debate. There are a lot of people who are either or people. Right. Where if I if I like this candidate, I have to dislike the other candidate. And that's not where I am. And I think that's where a lot of people come at it from. Correct. If I like Antonio Pierce, I have to dislike Jim Harbaugh. If I like Jim Harbaugh, I have to dislike Antonio Pierce. I'll say this again. I think it's one and two. Harbaugh one, Pierce two. I like both candidates for different reasons. I wouldn't be upset if, if Mark Davis hired either one of those guys. Right. But I'm choosing the guy who's turned around every program he's been with. He turned around San Diego. He t- Jim Harbaugh turned around San Diego. He turned around Stanford. He turned around the 49ers. He turned around Michigan. So he has a record of turning around progress and not just taking four years to do it. He's done it in one, two years in, at each stop. Yep. So for the fans who are worried about a long rebuild, Harbaugh not only turned around progress, but he's done it in one to two years. So if you yeah. follow that pattern, you wouldn't be looking at a, a, a three, four-year plan. You'd be hoping that he could do it again at another stop and turn it around by twenty by the end of 2024, early 2025. So I, I would say if you're if you're in the camp of Antonio Pierce, fine. If you're in the camp of, of, of Jim Harbaugh, fine. But just because you back one head coaching candidate doesn't mean that you have to hate or dislike the other one. Correct. And that's the thing, too. I, I found so much of the rumor mill stuff, that's what people are basing their opinion on why Harbaugh was a bad option. A bad option. He's not even worth it because he was run out of San Francisco. Well, no, he ha- him and the CEO didn't get along. If you don't get along with your boss, it doesn't matter how good of a job you're doing, <laughs> right? Because you don't have a relationship. Relationships are everything. So 
read if even if you are in the Antonio Pierce camp, just go read about the history of Jim Harbaugh, what he's done and why he left San Francisco and how he inherited somebody tell me, well, he inherited so and so's team and that's who he took to the Super Bowl. No, he inherited a six and ten team, six and ten. And the next year, the very first year, 2011, went to the NFC championship game and was coach of the year. That's not right. That's not the Gruden uh, coattail thing in Tampa. That's a whole different thing. He didn't walk into a team that was ready to go. He had to go in there and turn things around, and he did. So we'll see. But we're going to talk lots about this in the coming weeks, I'm sure, Mo. So we'll we'll uh, move off from this. But we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we come back here on Silver and Black today, we're going to talk about the 2023 Raiders expectations. Mo talked about how a lot of people picked them to win two or three games. We're going to talk about that as we roll on with this Tuesday edition. You're with Scott and Mo. This is Silver and Black today. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 